Welcome back to another episode of Explore Messiah with Sadaka Ministries. As we always say, please know that this will be the one place where you can always ask the tough questions about God, Messiah, and the spiritual issues of life. We might not always know the answers, but we will explore it together until we discover the truth. The last episode of this podcast was pretty tough. What is evil? I don't think that I answered the question. I tried. But what last week's episode merely did was begin to scratch the surface of the topic. Because it is a deep one. And philosophers infinitely much smarter than I have been trying to answer it for hundreds of years. I honestly think I am on to something. And please feel free to agree and or disagree with me by emailing us at info at org, And you can find a link to our email address on our show notes. This week, the topic is a little more mundane, I think. But with the mass shooting in California, the wildfires in California, the election ugh, this Tuesday, the near wrestling match between President Trump and Jim Acosta of CNN at the press conference on Wednesday, and whatever else that might have happened since I began this episode, the topic still stands, and I am officially entitling it, Why Does Life Stink Sometimes? I wanted to use the word suck, but my 77-year-old mom would tell me not to use such language And so I am going with stink. But we all know that life sometimes sucks. As I watched this election return this Tuesday and and then the throwdown between the president and Jim Acosta the next day, I just wanted to yell at both of them, grow up, people! As I watched yet another shooting in California, in which 12 people died for being at the wrong place at the wrong time. I just wanted to ask the world to stop. As I am watching the wildfires almost engulf California, I just want to run and hide, but we can't. But we can ask, why does life stink sometimes? And we can ask that question to the sovereign creator of the universe. We can even yell that question to God. Did you know that? I am surprised that people are afraid to express their anger at and to God. They are afraid that God will get mad at them and zap them for being disrespectful. And there is a certain threshold we might need to be aware of, but we will talk about that in a few minutes. However, I want to tell you a secret. God can handle our emotions. He is God after all. And I want to tell you a story. When my dad, who was and is my best friend, died at the age of 66 in 2000, I was livid at everyone and everything. 
including my heavenly father. Jack Downey had done nothing wrong. He was the kindest man alive. He had loved my mom unconditionally for 39 years and had been with her while she overcame the ravages of emotional childhood abuse that still scarred her for most of her adult life. He was the best dad in the whole world and was always there even though he was a Baptist pastor, which meant working at least 80 hours a week. I was mad. I was lonely for my dad, my best friend, and broken to see my mom missing half of her heart with daddy gone so suddenly. That first year after July 4th, 2000, yes, he died on Independence Day, stank to high heaven. It sucked. And I did a lot of yelling in my prayer time. I told God how angry I was at life, at the injustice of it all, and at him. And you know what? God listened to me because he is not some distant, inaccessible, unobtainable character as the deist and the Jewish philosopher Maimonides prescribe him to be. He took my pain, but he also did something else. He talked back to me. I don't mean that I heard the voice of God in the, in the way that some describe it, but he spoke to me in that first year and every time since that I have been angry and showed me that when I saw life as stink or suckworthy, that life was designed for something better greater and far beyond my comprehension then and perhaps ever. Yes, life does stink sometimes, but we have a God who listens to us, grieves with us, and cares about us. Truly. And what is the most obvious, obvious examples of this from Scripture? I'm going to give you one example from the Hebrew scriptures and one example from the New Testament. We always think of King David being tight with God, and he was. But if you look at the Psalms, there are plenty of times when David is angry and alone and afraid, and he brings these complaints to God. He complains and there is a word that I cannot use for how he expresses himself in these psalms. However, by the end of each of these psalms, there is like a switch that is turned. And God realizes that his pain was for something greater. And God has been in charge all along. This is the threshold that I mentioned earlier. If we complain to God, we need to be willing to listen to what God has to say back to us and then take it. We need to be willing to listen to what God has to say back to us and then take it. I think I said that, but I wanted to say it again. This is the hardest thing of all. 
Job in the Hebrew scriptures, because I just thought of one more example, never got an answer to the why does life stink question. But as soon as he got too close to crossing that line brink, God shut him down and Job listened. We have to listen as well. Why? Because Jesus has experienced every pain we have as well. Did you know that? Seriously, he has. Hebrews 4, and this is in the New Testament. Hebrews 4 verses 15 and 16 states the following. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmity, but was in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Basically, let me paraphrase it for modern language. We don't have a, a high priest, a rabbi, a preacher, which cannot understand what we're going through. But Jesus was in all points tempted like we are, but he didn't sin. So we can go boldly into that throne where Jesus is sitting so that we can find mercy and grace when life stinks. Because Jesus went through it all when he was here on earth. Every temptation, every desire, every moment of hesitation that we experience. And while he didn't sin, he understands our pain. This is why Messiah Jesus is different. And why Maimonides and other philosophers who try to understand pain and evil, they just don't get it. But God does. Life stinks. Life sucks. But God is greater because he knows our pain. And if you go to the show notes, I would love for you to watch a, a special link from one of my former pastors that explains it better than I could. I was at church, my, my former church, Wedgwood Baptist, was one of the first churches to have a mass shooting. I lost a friend. One of my friends was shot and almost died. I went to a funeral where my friend died from being shot in the head. Life stinks, but God is there. And he listens. And that's what that link is all about. Well, we have reached the end of another episode. And life sometimes still stinks. But God is listening. And if you would like to ask a question that we here at Explore Messiah with Sadaka Ministries might be willing to answer, and we'll be willing to answer anything, please email us at info at zadakaministries.org. And please know that this will be the one place where we, you can always ask the tough questions about God, 
Messiah and the spiritual issues of life, even the ones that stink. We might not always know the answer, but we will explore together until we discover the truth, even the stinky truth. Shalom.